All right, boom. We're live. We're back. Woo! It's Saturday, March 29th, 2020. And like I said, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. No, I didn't have the coronavirus, but we do have a brand new episode of Kicking It With The King. So let's get right to it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, excuse me. This is Kicking It With The Motherfucking King. It's good to be back. It's good to be here. It literally feels like you've been gone for hell fucking long, ladies and gentlemen. So let me just set some things straight really quick. How fucking long has it been? Um, the last episode, bitch, was on Sunday. So that's over a week. So I massively apologize to people. I massively apologize to everyone who listens, everyone who tunes in. I appreciate you guys for all tuning in for the last episodes. I did see the numbers go up for a lot of them. I think people tend to grow fondly of you when you're away. So maybe that was the case. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just talking out of my asshole. But anyways, like I said, it's good to be back. Like I said, it's been a week or so since we've been here. So, like I said... Might as well catch you up to speed with everything. But first things first, ladies and gentlemen, let's just get our plugs out of the way. Our podcast is available everywhere you get your podcasts, folks. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and every other place you get your podcasts, folks. We're free and we'll remain to be free. I don't ever believe in charging people for anything here, ladies and gentlemen. All the content you get here, ladies and gentlemen, is absolutely free. And if you want to visit our podcast homepage directly, you can visit it directly at www.anchor.fm slash kwtkpod, as well as following our podcast page on social media at kwtkpod both on twitter and instagram if you want to follow me on instagram and twitter as well at g the king mma and so forth ladies and gentlemen what's up it's good to be back i'm fucking fired up we originally were supposed to be in here yesterday but ladies and gentlemen i was too fucking tired I've been working on sprinklers. I've been learning how to fix sprinklers and dig holes like the movie holes. I've been busy. I've been doing a lot of physical work lately around the house and just doing doing things outside of here that have kept me busy. And not saying that the podcast doesn't keep me busy, folks. I'm just saying that I did not expect to have that hectic of a week the way that I had it last um <coughs> excuse me, last last time we talked and Speaking of last time we talked, I had this fucking cold that wouldn't go away. So that made me a little bit nervous. Made me think that it had something called the 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 modello. Oh wait, no, the coronavirus. Ah, I guess that, that, that that's still doubling. The numbers are still doubling. Am I afraid of the coronavirus? Fuck no. It's just one of those lists of quote unquote crazy um Disease is supposed to kill everybody. It's not like a mad cow disease or anything crazy like that. So when it gets to when the numbers skyrocket and they stop targeting 65 year old women, then that's when I'm going to start worrying. Other than that, I'm just kidding. I I shouldn't be. I I should not be joking about that. I know it's a serious thing like that. But um, let's top it all off, ladies and gentlemen. We got a great show today. Um, (coughs) there's some fights today later on. Um. I know we really talk about the fights or anything else like that, but I have the list of what we're going to be talking about. But um, it's a bad look. Let's just get right into it for uh, 
Well, well, we'll get right into it, but quickly, I just wanted to run down the list before we get into it. But I was talking about um, Divison Figueroa, Miss, Miss, I can't even pronounce the name right. Divison Figueroa misses weight for his fight against Joseph Benavides for the flyweight title. And for anybody that knows, I bet it hard on Divison Figueroa to win this fight. Just because I like bets. I like underdogs. I like people's plans to be spoiled. I like underdog picks. I like money, folks. So that's why I picked that. But now I'm kind of iffy. So I went to G for my opinion, and I still haven't checked Twitter, because most likely, after I was done playing Call of Duty earlier, I was so high to the point where I, I fell asleep, I needed to take a nap, and I just got up, I literally just got up, probably about 20 minutes ago, 20 minutes before fucking starting the show, so, um, I did a lot of things, I had a lot of stuff on my plate and stuff like that, so I really didn't get to check Twitter, we might, we might as well get into checking Twitter right now, but quickly, alright, so, a huge, um, some huge topics in the world of mixed martial arts have been going around, alright, as you all know, and if you don't know, get the fuck out from underneath a rock, um, Jose Aldo will be fighting Henry Cejudo for the world title at 135 pounds, so Jose Aldo receives a title shot coming off of a quote-unquote loss to Marlon Marais. A lot of people are upset, a lot of fans, a lot of media. I've seen that divided. I've seen I've seen a lot of divided opinions. I've seen some people fully okay with that. And I've seen some people, what the fuck? Why does he jump Pieter Jan and, and Aljamain Sterling? This guy hasn't even won a, a, a fight in this weight class. All these other whiny babies bitching and complaining like high school females. Like 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 how people were back in, back when I was younger and like that. But no, I, at the end of the day... um. I, I'm perfectly, uh, we'll get into it, I don't want to talk about that right off the bat, I wanted to talk about this missing weight thing real quick, <coughs> um, excuse me, alright, Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero comes up, not this weekend, but next, should be an interesting fight, as it comes closer, we'll tend to talk a little bit more about it, um, I already said that, we're going to be talking about Benavidez, uh, potentially realizing his dream of winning a world title finally in the UFC. And I think finally, he never even won it in the WEC, if I'm not mistaken. I know he's challenged for the belt repeatedly, you know, against Dominic Cruz and stuff like that. And it's Mighty Mouse and, you know, has that split decision loss to Henry Cejudo. A lot of people thought he won. So, you know, this is a real big coming out party for Joseph Benavidez. And I feel like with Devious and Figueroa and missing weight, you know, that only makes people want to bet a little bit harder on Joseph Benavidez because if Figueroa beats Benavidez, he doesn't win a belt. He lost that chance by missing weight. And it's starting to really piss me off when people start to miss weight so much and have their little petty excuses after that. Does anybody just admit to missing weight? If I'm not mistaken, like, people are always coming out with these kind of excuses, different kinds of excuses, ladies and gentlemen, similarly to the USADA failures and stuff like that. People come out with some stupid, oh, I did not know, we're, we're doing our best to get this taken care of, or I, um, I've always been a clean athlete, you know, me and my team are looking closely to monitor what could have happened. No, all these other stupid freaking, like, Excuses, they're, they're quote unquote excuses. Hashtag excuses. Get that shit trending. Get, matter of fact, get that bullshit out of here. We don't need that. So, you know, people missing weight. If you're if you're so called ready to fight for a world title and this is your championship opportunity, it's 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 just a fight for 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 Deviates in. It's just a fight for Figueroa. If he beats Benavides, 
then there's not shit for you. <laughs> Who knows what the fuck's going to happen in the division? I've heard people saying that, you know, there's not going to be any friction in this division. So it's really going to, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if Figueroa does beat Benavidez later on tonight. And by the time this podcast is out, I don't think the fights are those fights are going to happen. But but by the time a lot of people do hear this particular episode of the show, um, episode two forty. What episode is this? By the way, I just want to quickly see that before episode two forty six, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, tune in, and I thank you guys for all joining here. By the way, it's really nice to have you all back. It's nice to be back too. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I went off on Snoop Dogg and Little Duval and um, Fifty Cent, and I continue to still go off and fight fans who uh. The disrespect of John Deontay Wilder. I was like, I'm looking at some highlights of my old of the, the recent episode. That's why I was like that. So it says Gabriel goes off Fifty Cent, Little Duval, and Snoop Dogg for disrespect shown towards Deontay Wilder after the fights. He explains why he has a problem with people outside of combat sports providing outlandish opinions on fights. Explains how fighters should be respected. Not a bad show. I love that one. That one got a lot of people listening to it, too. I love that, and I appreciate that. So, okay, let's continue on this. Let's not digress. Okay. So, like I said, not like I was just saying, Henry Cejudo takes on Jose Aldo, and I wanted to talk about the fight, like the style. You know, styles make fights, and, and, and you know, this isn't a gimme fight. This isn't a gifted fight for Henry Cejudo, though it is in a way, but it's not an easy gifted fight, ladies and gentlemen. It's a very tough fight, and um, I think Henry's going to have his hands full for sure. Um, also in the news, I know if you remember last weekend's uh, fights, or this was last week or the weekend before, um, Paul Felder took on Dan Hooker. Since then, Dan Hooker's been angling for a, a return to the octagon, a dance partner, TBD, but all signs point to uh, Dustin Poirier. If you look at the social media interactions, um, I think, what did Dan say on his Instagram post? I think he said, like, can you see me now or something like that? Something like that with the, with the diamond. Let me pull up his Instagram. Pull up his Instagram. I want to see, I want to see, uh, I'm going to pull it up and see uh, what he said exactly. I know that, uh, him and Poirier are chiming in at each other to potentially uh, have a fight. Uh, well, a fight against each other. Let's see. Pull up Dan Hooker. All right. Here we go. Um, okay. So it's a picture of him jabbing Paul Felder in the face. It said, oh, yeah, it did say. It says, can you see me now? Um, and has a, a diamond there. And Dustin Poirier says, I got five, 25 minutes for you. So basically implying that he is interested in that fight with Dan Hooker, but only for, if it's the main event and only if it's 25 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. So let's um, let's go back to the very beginning, talking about, um, since, since we're going by the books. Okay, so um, Benavidez takes on Figueroa, right? I... To be honest with you guys, I've never really watched Figueroa fight. I did check out a lot of highlights. He has some really good wins and, you know, some nasty power. Very dangerous. And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, why are you betting hard on someone you haven't ever watched fight? And then that that would be the general consensus and speculation that comes out of it. I just, I'd like the storyline. It's, it's a cool storyline, an upset, and you win a lot. You know, it's a huge upset. And it kind of shakes up the division a little bit. 
But then again, is really is anyone anybody talking about flyweight? I think that's why it's crucial for a lot of fans and a lot and and in a lot of people's heads, it's crucial for Joseph Benavidez to get the job done versus a guy who ha has missed weight and a guy you probably can't trust to make weight in his next few in his next fight because even if Figueroa does win, there's no fucking belt. You ruined that motherfucker. So sit the hell down and you know everybody all sides point to Joseph Benavidez. So let me make sure that I have all that all that um you know Joseph Joseph's been fighting in the UFC for quite some time, man. Eight plus years and I, I kinda uh went off on uh MMA history today. Uh, because they posted uh they posted um a tweet Regarding, you know how MMA history today always posts when historic fights happen or, you know, so-and-so defeated this person on this day. But they said that Joseph Benavidez had been in the UFC for eight plus years or so and he's only lost to two fighters and something like that. And, you know, some, something along the lines of that. And I was like, no, he did not lose to two fighters during his UFC tenure, not his WEC tenure, his UFC tenure, Joseph Benavides did not only lose to two fighters, he lost to three. Even if, say what you want about the Cejudo fight, I agree. I completely agree, but for you to put out a tweet and, and be so confident with it, if, you know, in the May history, MMA history um, page, reaches you know it, the the person behind it seems very like a very honorable person like a very respectful person when it comes to the sport there's hardly ever any bias on there but that time i was sensing a little bias because say what you want about it it was a close fight those two definitely should have run it back maybe at 135 pounds i highly doubt henry sudo will drop down to 125 pounds again if joe spinavitas is very successful and by the way for anybody that did, didn't know I picked Joseph Benavidez to win by decision now. I picked earlier, I picked uh, Figueroa to beat Benavidez by knockout. And hey, so and so, whatever happens, happens, man. They're just fight bets, but, you know, I was trying to, I was trying to shake some shit up on Verdict MMA, that's for sure. Um, so like I said, make weight. Other than that, man, it should be a great fight. I mean, overall, seeing Benavidez have his close fights with uh, with with Mighty Mouse, and obviously, unfortunately, got stopped in the second fight. And you know, other than that, you know, Sergio Pettis had a win over him. That shout out to Sergio Pettis. Now, if you look at what he's doing over on Bellator, he just had an amazing fight too. So, you know, there's no knock to lose to a stud like Pettis. That's for sure. That shows you how championship worthy um Sergio is and um the big things that he can do I mean potential Gallagher fight was mentioned by G James Gallagher over in Bellator so you know like I said <coughs> Sergio Pettis beats you and Sergio Pettis beat, wins a belt over in Bellator that that will show you that um that you know that win over Benavidez is no joke that's one of the clear-cut win over Benavidez. He busted Benavidez up in that fight, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, like I said, after all this time, Benavidez is like 37 years old or something like that. But so for me, the better the better storyline is if you if you're looking for uh, uh, amazing storylines for a historic career and Hall of Fame worthy career, in my opinion, Joseph Benavidez has been one of those guys, in my opinion. 
you know, Figueroa wins a belt, for example, say he didn't miss weight, and guy can't speak English, guy can't cut a promo, guy can only fight, no one's going to sign up to watch him fight. Nobody's going to sign up to watch the flyweight division continue on because there's nobody at flyweight that no anybody gives a fuck about. <coughs> the action is from 135 and up. There's no other action. So, sit the fuck down. Only action is going to be if Joseph Benavides wins a belt, and I would be completely fine with him winning a belt up there because he's only one eligible. But even if Figueroa, like I said, won a belt, it wouldn't be as exciting nearly. But um, I mean, I really don't know of anybody at flyweight. All respects to everybody who's at flyweight. I think Matt Schnell. No, is Matt Schnell flyweight? Um, who else is a flyweight? I mean, I can't even think of anybody that's at flyweight. Man, for me, it's one thirty-five and up. So. Um, okay, let's let's move along from that. There's some good fights on there too. You might catch some of them after the show if if, if I'm lucky. Um, if I feel like it, if I'm not lazy, if I don't get sucked sucked back into playing Call of Duty again, I just downloaded Call of Duty Mobile on my phone on my iPhone. And um, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I must have not had storage or something because it said it wasn't letting me download it before. But now it's letting me download it because I really wiped a lot of my old pictures and a lot of old podcasts that I don't listen to and stuff like that. And um, now I started playing Call of Duty Mobile. But I don't know. There's some good fights. I mean, there's Joseph Benavidez, D.B. Sin Figueroa, co-main event Felicia Spencer versus Zara Farin, Ayon Kunte Laba versus Magomed Ankalaev, Megan Anderson versus Norma Dumont Viana. Grant Dawson versus Darik Minner, Gabrielle Silva versus Kyler Phillips. Okay, I only probably know one, two, three, four. Four out of the six people that are fighting. Well, four fights. I'm familiar with four of the fights out of the six out of all when it comes to all these people. So, I mean, overall, like I said, this is a chance for people to meet, see new stars and stuff like that. And, and see some other things. I'm really excited for the Iron Kutelaba versus Markoman Ankalaya fight. Those Russians have have stone cold blood. And if you remember the weigh-ins, Akunte Laba likes to jump in people's faces, and you know, that shit doesn't sit well with me, man. Sometimes someone someone coming in your face and yelling. That's a couple way to catch a right uh, 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 one two combination. Could run it up to me like that. He's lucky, man. One of his days is a lot of people don't like that. I mean, I, I think that's uh, very unprofessional. Different, you know the the the, um you know the green paint and stuff. That's got to take a long time, um a little bit of an act. Um, but you know Kunte Lab is dangerous. He's nasty. Um, he's a finisher. I mean, definitely, you know, number fifteen, number sixteen ranked. I don't even know if he's ranked that, but I think that he's definitely deserving of our number next to his name. But right now, he has to get through a very tough guy in Magomed Ankalaev and. Except Felicia Spencer returns against Zari Zara Farin. Joseph Manavides versus Davidson Figueroa. And there's some other fights on the prelims and stuff too. So like I said, they don't list all the fights in the prelims on here because I think people only bet on the main card when it comes to this app. So some good fights. Um, like I said, depends on how I feel after the show. I kind of want to get back into more Call of Duty, therefore I can get my rank up. I've only made it to, like, rank 7, so let's let's see from now until the next fucking episode of the show how far we get and uh, and um, 
how how well and how woke I've been when I played that game. So we'll we'll see what I do that next. Um, like I said, Adesanya versus Romero is not this weekend, but it's next. And today's the last day of February for anybody that didn't know. Um, it's a it's a it's a leap month, a leap year. No, I don't know if it's fucking called that or anything like that. But um, let me just text. Just responding to a text message, ladies and gentlemen. Quickly follow me on Instagram and Twitter at G the King MMA. So, yep. Okay, going from there, okay. Let's move along to business at 135 pounds. Okay, everybody seems to be upset. With Jose Aldo getting a title shot. Okay, fortunately, I knew that this fight with Marlon for Jose was a very tough fight. A lot of people were concerned with Jose making weight. A lot of people were concerned if he was even going to show up. Dangerous fighter like Marlon. Just got done fighting for the title, essentially. Very tough fight from you know very tough first fight for Jose to cut down to 135 and, and you know it was complete opposite it flipped everybody's assumptions went out the wall and what I mean by that is if you look at how fantastic Jose Aldo looked not only on the scales but also looked fantastic against the fight against Marlon in the fight against Marlon, excuse me. And it was a very close fight. I had personally thought Aldo won. And, you know, after that, you know, Henry Cejudo called for a fight with Jose Aldo. And, you know, people calling for fights. And, you know, some fights, people coming off of a loss. It doesn't seem very likely in, in most cases and stuff like that. But this is, like, one of the rare ones. If you look at Romero getting a fight off of a loss. To fight for the belt off a loss. Um, and, uh... Jose Aldo getting to fight for a belt after after a loss. I mean, for me, when it comes to this whole Aldo situation, I'm I'm not mad at it honestly, because I'm not I'm not I'm not thinking about the contenders. Okay, and the reason why is because if you look at the high stakes that we're at at 135 pounds, you look at the top tier dudes. You look at the top three people come to mind that are surging to fight for. A title. All respects to Dominic Cruz. I know he's going to be making his return later on this year, um, in fall, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but three people come to mind when I think about bantamweight right now, and those three people are Aljamain Sterling, Pieter Jan, and Corey Sanhagen. I'm pretty sure you guys can agree, agree to disagree, agree to agree just to agree with me. But three of those people are chomping at the bit. Now, does Corey Sanhagen have a fight right now? I do not think so. But the the reason is why I don't have a problem with Jose Aldo getting the title shot is because number one, Henry Cejudo is going to Brazil. Number two, Henry Cejudo called him out, and he 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 wants to fight a legend. He wants to fight a man who was 10 years undefeated. Greatest featherweight fighter of all time. I mean, all respects to Max and, and Alexander Volkanovsky. Once you defend your belt, once you stay undefeated for 10 years in your career, then come talk to me. Other than that, get out of here. No, I'm just kidding. All respects to all those guys, for reals. But, um, you know, Jose Aldo's done some crazy and exceptional things throughout his entire career. You know, he's, he's kind of on towards the end and the back end of his career. 
all respect, so I'm not in a bad way. I'm just saying that this guy's only like 31 or 32 or something like that. But he's older in MMA years and older in MMA miles to the point where the greatest featherweight has been fighting a featherweight for his entire career. And now he's dropping down to 135. And it was kind of seemed a little late in his career, like I said. But that takes us back to us assuming things. And it turned out Josie Aldo looked as fresh as a daisy. He didn't nearly land as many leg kicks or anything like that in the fight. But, um, you know, he looked good. His boxing was good. His movement, his speed, his endurance. It was a great fight, man. I wish that fight was five rounds for sure. But uh, better, you know, obviously if you look at it now, you don't have to worry about whether or not that fight was uh, five rounds because he's fighting for a title. Henry Cejudo's not an easy customer, but also Jose Aldo isn't an easy customer, for sure. And Aldo, like I said, is a nasty fighter. He's, a, he's, he's vicious. He has nasty combinations. He has nasty power, precision, those devastating leg kicks. If we could see him return to those leg kicks in this fight with Henry, and, you know, his takedown defense is absolutely stellar, too. When has Aldo been taken down and smothered or anything else like that? Henry is in for a fight. And the fucking walls would explode, ladies and gentlemen, if Jose Aldo beats Henry Cejudo, dude. Could you imagine the shakeup at 135 pounds? At 135 pounds? Um, I can I can see why now. I just thought of something like say, you know, for me, I feel I would bet the house on the fact that if Jose Aldo beats Henry Cejudo, they do a rematch. And I don't know how soon Aldo could return a fight. Because you never know. Aldo is older. He may have lingering injuries. You know, that, that classic time, that classic line when people get the belt. They want to, you know, uh, use it, you know, sit out. And, you know, now you have the belt. You don't have anything to worry about. So, I mean, I don't know if anyone else was thinking about it like that. But I feel like, say, Jose does win. He's not, I mean, it's not like boxing, like you, you have to defend your belt or sign to defend your belt. You can wait. You can wait a couple, few months. You can wait till about August or September or so, or I don't know when the fight is, or, you know, August, September, October. Like, he can wait. He, he, he has the ability to wait if he's injured or anything else like that, especially with the being the belt holder. <coughs> so, like I said, it can happen either way. But if Aldo wins... That would shake up the division or flip it around. Henry Sudo wipes the floor with Jose Aldo, quote-unquote. I don't think that will happen, quote-unquote. I'm just, um... So Henry, say, say Henry beats Jose Aldo, right? And bring on the next contenders. Now, like I said, there's a logjam. This thing's all kind of messed up right now. There's a logjam at 135 pounds. And all signs point to Pieter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling. Frankie Edgar... It's still reportedly dropping down 135 pounds. So in the meantime, if Sanhagen wants to really capitalize on title implications and prove his worth as well, take on the former UFC lightweight champion. I still think they can make that Frankie Edgar fight. Let Aljamain Sterling and Pietro Yan settle it and truly fight for the number one contender spot. Obviously, five-round fight for sure. Um, let Aldo and Cejudo do the business. And I think if you leap if you leap into faith, if you look at all that, I think those guys can somewhat be happy. At the end of the day, all three of those guys have fights. 
and any of them win, Al Jermaine Sterling, Pietro Yanner, uh, Corey Sanhagen, or Frank Yeager. You can't count on Frank Yeager. So any one of those four guys wins in impressive fashion, one more being more impressive fashion than the other, that could shake up the whole entire thing, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, all respects to Joseph Benavides and everyone, everyone else, but the heat is coming up from 135 and up. 155 and up. I mean, look at 155. That's popping. 145. Volkanovski just became the champion. Fighting Max Holloway soon. That's popping. 170. Usman. Masvidal. Tyron Woodley. Leon Edwards. Wonderboy. Colby Covington. Etc. All these people. 185. Israel Adesanya. Yoel Romero. Paulo Costa. Jared Cannonier. Darren Till. You see, Robert Whitaker. How could you forget the former UFC champ, Robert Whitaker? But yeah, like I said, there's a lot of shit happening right now. Two oh five as well. Mm, not 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 so much. I mean, obviously, you look at the performance Donald McGray has had, and then there's Jan Blahovich, um, Anthony Rumble Johnson making his return, but not at light heavyweight, if I'm not mistaken. I did th think that he would be coming back, and I've heard more people than one say that he is targeting to come back as a heavyweight. That would be interesting when you look at heavyweight right now. you got Francis Ngannou, Jarzinho, Rosenstrike. Uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, can't really, I mean, Daniel Cormier waiting in the wings. We talked about that um, in the last podcast. Um, you know, that, that, that division is kind of on hold right now, and I went off on Steve Amiocic and I posted some videos, clips of me going off. Uh, not video, excuse me, some audio clips of me going off because I was just, yeah, sometimes I, I get fired up on the show. That's the best part about it because we're able to kind of get our thoughts out there. We're able to, you know, speak about it and and, and give our, you know, just, just think about these things because that's rightfully so. That's what we're able to do. That's, that's what this podcast is for. <laughs> but um, like I said, going back to it, you know, for Henry to decide to fight Aldo versus the rest of the contenders, I can see people um, getting upset about that. But, uh, yeah, especially when you haven't defended your belt. I mean, he did defend his belt once against Marlon. Um, wait, I think it was... Wait. You know, he... Was that... That was the fight for the belt. So if Marlon would have won, he would have won. I mean, obviously he would have won the belt, but I don't think his belt was on the line, though, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look that up. I think it was for the, you know, like, you know, it was for, like, a vacant title or something like that. Wait, let me see. I'm so fucking confused. It's been so long. It's like, there's millions of things in my head, so forgive me if I don't remember when Henry Cejudo, if Henry Cejudo was the bantamweight champion. Um, let me see. So, I know he, he defended the flyweight belt against TJ Dillashaw. Yeah, he defended his flyweight belt, but ever since then, he, yeah, he fought for the, uh, the vacant, yeah, it was a vacant belt. So, never mind, he didn't defend the belt yet. So I can see where people are upset about what they're upset about. Um, his last fight was la uh, in June of last year against Marlon Moraes. He won the uh, vacant belt, and now, like I said, instead of calling out Aljamain Sterling or our Pieter Yen, he targeted Jose Aldo. And I think a lot of people are upset with that, and that's completely fine. 
But, you know, like I said, like I said, it's a legacy fight. Jose Aldo's not going to be around for too long. Henry Sudo will be around. Aldo Main Sterling. By the time Jose Aldo retires, I, I uh, you know, like I said, I think maybe, like, Aldo wins a belt and retires or something like that. That would that would be kind of crazy, too. Um, but I think that, you know, by the time, you know, by the time Aldo retires, I mean, Sterling and, you know, everyone else, uh, Cody Garbrandt will be back in the mix. Dominic Cruz. T.J. Dillashaw or now next year and stuff like that. By the time Jose Aldo is out of here, man, all these fresh-faced contenders are going to be still chomping at the bit to become the champion. They're, they're chomping at the bit for their, their shot at the title. So, I mean, like I said, get Aldo out the way right now. I'm not saying Aldo is an easy stepping stone. I said it could go either way and would definitely shake up the system if Aldo did one, did win. Excuse me. I'm open to both possibilities and both potential outcomes. I'm just talking about both potential outcomes to what could actually happen with, 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 these, with these fights. So, best case scenario for Henry is to get Aldo out the way and then you can fight the rest of, the, the, fight the rest of them. Fight the rest of the contenders. Uh, questionable to whether or not he can beat them. I still have, uh, still, um, you know, I want to see what Henry has against these tough guys like that. I mean, if you look at, uh, Henry's last five, six fights, Henry's last fight, Henry's last loss was against Joseph Benavidez. Uh, and it, it just seems like he hasn't fought that much. I mean, look, his win over Wilson Hayes, his finishes, 2017, one win in two thousand, one fight in two thousand eighteen over Demetrius Johnson. One fight in two thousand nineteen. Jesus Christ! These fights once a year, two fights in two thousand nineteen. Excuse me, I didn't see the one at the top. So he beat T.J. Dillashaw in two thousand nineteen and stopped Marlon Marias um, a few months later, which was a tough fight. So like he said, he was active. Like I said, he's been active. He's just been out with the injury. So. Um, coming back with this fight against Aldo, he thinks he can get it done against Aldo. Um, I ought to be completely honest with you. The triple C thing is real, real annoying, real cringy, and um, you know. But overall, as an athlete and as a fan, uh, no, as a as a, as a spectator, and you know, uh, watching him fight and stuff, he's a fantastic fighter, and you know, still has made leaps and bounds in his striking. You know, started off as an Olympic gold wrestler. You know, one. Won gold in in the Olympics. Uh, won the flyweight belt, obviously against Demetrius Johnson, and won the bantamweight belt or the vacant bantamweight belt. So yeah, you know he he's won two UFC belts and he's in the rare champ champ status. But um, you know, like I said, the cringy stuff. Eh, I don't like it, but the fight yeah, I do. So um, hopefully we get to see Henry a little bit more active this year. That's for sure. So. Let me just get quickly respond. Sorry. Okay, okay, I'm just finishing it up. I should check Twitter real quick before we continue on. Because we're going from Josie Aldo to next. I want to talk about the next fight for Dan Hooker and stuff like that and, and, and how he matches up with Poirier. And then and then some. we will continue to talk about everything else coming up here. All available, all free on this episode of Kicking It With The King. Ah. Uh.
Okay, alright. Okay, um, okay, so I didn't get a response. So... Okay. Yeah. Oh no. My also, if if you're trying to, uh, you know, figure out what I was talking about, I meant response as in, should I have betted on Benavides now? And I did bet. I bet. I did bet on Benavides. You lose my respect if you don't make weight. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, let's move along. Um. Oh, the, the fights are on right now, so I don't know. Yeah, the fights are on right now, but um, let me see. I, I forgot what I was trying to look at, what I was looking at. Oh. So President Trump announces coronavirus travel measures. During an impromptu Saturday press conference at the White House, President Trump addressed the upcoming peace agreement with the Taliban and provided an update on the coronavirus outbreak, including the first death attributed to coronavirus in the United States. What did he say, though? What did he say? Trump says 22 people in the U.S. have the coronavirus and one has died. Trump, uh, Trump says the first coronavirus death in Washington state was a medically high-risk patient in her late 50s. Facts! I mean, like I said earlier, man, all these old... Oh, fuck! What the fuck was that? Oh, fuck. I stepped on a, a fucking uh, safety pin, dude. <laughs> As we speak it online... As you're alive. I stepped on a fucking safety pin. How savage is that? Am I bleeding? No. I was wondering where the fuck that pin was. I fucking stepped on a safety pin. <laughs> Holy fuck. I thought I was reading something. Hold on. So... Okay, okay, let me go back to what I was looking at. Yeah, that shit went right into my skin. It didn't make me bleed, though. Um, yeah, we're looking at President Stump. We're looking at we're, President Stump. I said President Stump, I meant President Trump. Um, okay, let me see. What else have I said? Mm. So... I want to see what his actual words were, though. Is there, a, is there an article for this? Can I see an article? That shit kind of hurt, dude. It's just crazy how easily that thing slid right in. Was it like standing up or something when I put my fucking right foot down on it? 
Okay. Okay, okay. I mean, obviously, deaths suck. But when they're old like that, man, I can only imagine. You know, a, a virus like that taking down an older, weaker immune system. And that can't be too good. Um, okay, let me see. Um, I'm scrolling down. I'm trying to see. Okay, so. At UC Davis Medical Center. Ooh, what's close by? Um, at least 124 registered nurses and other healthcare workers were sent home for self-quarantine after the Solano County woman with the virus was admitted. Okay. Okay. I, I want to see how old this motherfucker was. Okay. The other case in Washington was a woman in King County in her 50s who had recently traveled to South Korea. Authority said both patients were seriously ill. Side note, I did see that a Pomeranian got the coronavirus. And then that's when a, another lady had obtained it from a Pomeranian. So you're telling me animals can get it now? Goodness gracious, we are fucked! Like everyone says, no, I'm not, like I said, I'm not worried, man. Just stay the fuck away from me when you're coughing. Nobody in this house has coronavirus. Stay the fuck away. Because we're fine here. <coughs> and like I said, I've been coughing for two weeks. That does not mean shit. Because I would know. And the people around me, I've been in enclosed cars with people. And I know people that don't have it. I was just sick. It was flu season. But, you know, unfortunately, this coronavirus took off, so... Okay, I'm not finding anything on this article. I'm wasting my own time. Okay, fuck off. Um, so, we're moving, moving along, moving along, moving along. <laughs> rapper Waka Flocka Flame says he was a whack rapper. Well, it's rare you see a rapper say that. He says that earning being a rock rapper owning over thirty. Why the fuck are we even reading this? This this bullshit, huh? Did we really get that burnt? Did we really get that burnt out? Weren't we just talking about fights? Uh, let me see. Ooh, well that's kind of good. Um, the U.S. and Taliban signed a peace agreement to. And 18-year conflict in Afghanistan. Does that mean all the war and every single possible fucking bad uh, tragedy and, and any bad vibes we have in there? What is that? Okay, Um. what is that? So, breaking news, a peace deal between the U.S. and Taliban has been signed in Doha, Doha following 18 months of negotiations. A powerful path forward to end the war in Afghanistan and bring our troops home. We will closely watch the Taliban for their compliance with the commitments and calibrate the pace of our withdrawal with their actions. Yes, yes, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo over withdrawal of U.S. forces from Afghanistan. Okay. Oh, overall, like I said, um, I think it's important if people kind of come together, especially other forces like that. I don't think that we need to be separate from other others. I think if we we're like, a, <laughs> um, we only got one world. There's no other planets or anything else like that. 
we got this one world, and we're all divided. But like I said, different countries have different regulations, different things, and you know it's kind of crazy that we're not. It's not only just the United States, but there's so many other places, and a lot of mainstream things come out of the United States. Like a lot of popularity, you know, Hollywood's here, Los Angeles, you know, all the people come here. Everybody comes here. If you want to star in a movie, motherfuckers, you guys come here, bitch. Come to me. You guys are coming to me. Not me, literally. I'm saying, like, as in California. That's the way California should feel. And everybody's coming. You know, there's people from all over the place. I mean, there's Indian people, black people, well, obviously. But there's people from all over. Foreign countries coming over here. People getting their green cards coming over here. And all these other different things, man. Everybody's kind of coming over here. And, you know, um, and, you know times have changed. Definitely. And it's different. But um, I like it. Like I said, I mean, like I said, I think California, United States is a hotbed for a lot of things. And like I said, I've only lived, I've only lived in the United States my entire life. So, I mean, I don't know how it is in other countries or anything else like that. Could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. You might need to watch what you say on a show or a podcast. You don't have nearly as much freedom as we do on this podcast and stuff or any other podcast or anyone else saying very controversial or certain things and stuff like that. I don't know how the regulations are or anything else like that, but, um, but yeah, we got 15 minutes left here on this episode of kicking it with the King. Um, appreciate you guys for joining us. So let, let's not waste any more time and get to some fight picks. Uh, like, Oh, I, I, I already told you guys, I picked a picking Benavidez to beat, uh, Figueroa, I think, um, Figueroa, uh, Benavides beat Figueroa's twin brother, Juicy A4 Miga. You can't tell me that both those guys do not look alike. Ladies and gentlemen, do a quick poll. Does, does Devious and Figueroa and, 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 and Juicy A4 Miga look alike? It's like he beat the fuck out of his, uh, his twin brother. Um... Um, okay, okay. What's the fight? What kind of fights are on right now? What fights are on specifically? I really, I want to see before, um... Okay. I want to see this real quick. I need to unlock zombies on Call of Duty too, by the way. On Call of Duty, uh, on mobile. I need to unlock zombies so I can play that too. Um, I'm not missing that Kunte Lava fight though either. I hope not. So we better we, we better get out of here before when the time when the time when the timer is up. Uh, let me pull it. Let me see what fights are on right now because we're gonna watch some fights after this. Oh, Luis Pena defeats Steve Garcia by unanimous decision. Um, Sean Brady defeats Ismail Nakarado via unanimous decision. Um, Spike Carlisle defeats Alon Cruz by TKO. Those are some of the fights we didn't mention. Um, Bob Ross, yeah, he just beat him. Oh, Marcin Tibera versus uh, Spivak is next. Then Allen versus Breeze. Ooh, Tom Breeze is back. That's cool. The dude that Gabriel Silva's fighting looks like a ch- a dude with chick hair. And then um, the main card starts uh 8 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, and prelims start 5 p.m. Eastern time, 3 p.m. Pacific. So these fights have already been on for nearly an hour. So um, Eastern. Uh, so what's the re- most recent fight? I'm kind of high. I'm still kind of high. I, like I said, I took a nap before this. So Bob Ross just won. So that means he still got one, two, so three more fights on the prelims on ESPN Plus, and then we move to the main card as uh, Dawson versus Minner, Anderson versus Demont, Kunte Laba versus Ankalaev, Spencer versus Farine, and Benavidez versus Figueroa. I didn't see Dawson versus Minner on the um, the betting line. I'm gonna go pull that up. Let me make sure. I want to give. I want to get my money's worth, folks, or my bets worth. My, my bet, bet, bet money worth. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, it is. Okay, so I picked Grant Dawson because I knew I didn't know who the other guy was. Okay, yeah. So I got all my bets um, finalized, and I can't wait to see what happens. Um, okay, let's fuck around for the last ten minutes. Let's just fuck around. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Anyways, I think I'm gonna play Call of Duty, man. I'm gonna wait till the main card. Probably play Call of Duty, um, until the main card comes on, and then. Mm-hmm. All right. Son of a bitch. As I clicked on the video, it ended the um, fucking stream. So um, we can hit the music. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys for joining us here on this episode. And real quick, before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, we are presented to you by Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and publishing your own podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 2020. What are you doing? Everybody has a podcast. From your friends to your grandma. There's no limits to who can have a podcast. All you need is a phone. All you need is the internet connection. All you need is email. All you need is a great voice and a, a platform. And people you know will like to listen to your show. It's as easy as possible. Anchor is the app for you, ladies and gentlemen. Quickly, you can um, you can download the app, like I said, in the App Store. And if you're iPhone user, Android does not matter. Anchor is the app for you. It is free, 100% free. No subscriptions necessary. I've been using it for over three years now. It produces and publishes every single episode of my show. It's easy to use. Um, And, you know, like I said, I've trusted it since day one. Like, I had a rocky start, like I said in the ad earlier. But since then, ladies and gentlemen, we have progressed. Since then, you can bring your show everywhere. That's the best part about it. You don't have to sit down or be confined in one room or one studio. You can bring your show everywhere. I Fun fact, I did episode 100 of this show while I was in Los Angeles. When you look at my Snapchat, at gmeeker underscore may, you can see 
the last and most recent pictures of Los Angeles that I've seen. I didn't post the picture of me doing the show for episode 100 because it was a, a, a throwback picture of me doing episode 100 and it was pretty cool. So it was pretty fun. Um, like I said, Anchor is the app for you. Anchor.fm slash start to start your own podcast today. Or you can go in the Google Play Store or the iTunes App Store to download the app directly, folks. I appreciate you guys for joining us here. Like I said, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKPod. Follow me on Instagram at GTheKingMMA. Follow me on Call of Duty 2 at GTheKingMMA209 if you want to uh, get to work on killing motherfuckers too. Um, also, Facebook.com slash GabrielTheKingHernandez. And like I said, if you want to start your own podcast, I suggest downloading the Anchor app. It's easy as one, two, three. It's one of the easiest fucking things you can do in one of the simplest ways to, to, to make uh, bake and produce a great podcast whatever little cute little analogy ladies and gentlemen but uh, one more time anchor.fm slash kwtk pod and if you want to contribute money wise to the show and show your support if not I don't give a fuck there's a complete option it's on the list of things to say um, anchor.fm slash kwtk pod forward slash support one more time anchor.fm slash kwtk pod forward slash support this is Gabriel hernandez signing off ladies and gentlemen i appreciate each and every one of you guys for tuning in like i said that last episode we had a lot of fun i went off i had some fun you know don't disrespect professional athletes on any sorts of the imagination any stretch of the imagination deontay wilder still getting a disrespect at the end of the day sometimes you know like i said i don't truly know i never wore a 40 pound vest so i don't know i all i know is that if you don't have your legs you don't have the energy and you you can't you, you your legs are shot and your legs legs don't have any energy your ass is fucked in a fight so maybe maybe just maybe i don't know because then someone else put a video of joe, uh, joe rogan uh, from when deontay wilder was on the joe rogan experience talking about deontay trains with the 40 pound, 40 pound vest so why is that time any different than now and and you know i'm sure a lot of people are wondering that as well so i can't I'm, who am i who the fuck am i and who are, who the fuck are some of these other people sitting question that the only only thing that deontay wilder truly can do as we get out of here ladies and gentlemen is come back Trigger the rematch clause, like he said, and you know, pray to God. Hopefully, he has a better and a more amazing performance, and you know, they put on one of the best fights, and you know, we could have another great fun fight. And you know, like I said, props to Tyson Fury as well. I mean, that guy is something special, man. That's the modern day Mike Tyson, in my opinion. Not nearly as fearful, like I said, like with that absolute one punch power. But that's our champion right there. That's the classic. That's the baddest man in the heavyweight division in the world of boxing for sure. I mean, just so fluid and. So so entertaining and and you know everything about Tyson Fury is so amazing man this guy has a hell of a story and a hell of a comeback story too so I mean if you haven't googled or done your research on Tyson Fury for anybody that doesn't know who that is if you're not if you don't know who that is I'm not going to get mad at you and tell you to stop fucking listening to the show but I suggest you some research on Tyson Fury if you want to be inspired ladies and gentlemen okay ladies and gentlemen I appreciate you guys one last time follow me on Instagram and Twitter at G the King MMA um, you can find our podcast in the Google Play um, market as well on iTunes and everywhere else. Get your podcast, folks. One last time. G, the king, out, baby. Bye, folks. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk about them. We may be back tomorrow talking about them, too. So, ladies and gentlemen, one last time. I know I said that earlier. G, the king, out. Bye, folks. <laughs>